This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. Bishop Kagan is resuming public Masses in the Diocese of Bismarck. In a letter released this morning, Bishop notes that daily Masses can begin on Wednesday, May 6th, with Sunday Masses able to begin as of 4 p.m. Saturday, May 9th. Bishop was careful to note that the dispensation from the obligation to attend Masses on Sundays and Holy Days remains in effect until further notice for all who may be hesitant or afraid at this time to be in large gatherings. He also said that social distancing must be strictly kept by all priests, deacons, and lay faithful at all times. You can see Bishop's full letter with modified directives online at BismarckDiocese.com. And Our Lady of Grace Church in Minot, North Dakota, is offering its third parking lot prayer activity this Sunday, May 3rd, beginning at 3 p.m. People are asked to bring their cars to the church's south parking lot, remain in their vehicles, and tune to FM 91.1. They'll then be able to pray together with the broadcast of the Vine Mercy Chaplet and the Most Holy Rosary. This has been an RPR Newslink. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, everybody. This is Father Craig Vosick coming to you live from the University of Mary in our Our Lady of the Word Chapel. I'm delighted to be with you again for the celebration of Holy Mass. We'll begin our prayers of preparation. I draw near, loving Lord Jesus Christ, to the table of your most delightful banquet in fear and trembling, a sinner presuming not upon my own merits, but trusting rather in your goodness and mercy. I have a heart and body defiled by my many offenses, a mind and tongue over which I have kept no good watch. Therefore, O loving God, O awesome majesty, I turn in my misery caught in snares to you, the fountain of mercy, hastening to you for healing, flying to you for protection. And while I do not look forward to having you as a judge, I long to have you as Savior. To you, O Lord, I display my wounds. To you, I uncover my shame. I am aware of my many and great sins, for which I fear, but I hope in your mercies, which are without number. Look upon me then with eyes of mercy, Lord Jesus Christ, eternal King, God and man, crucified for mankind. Listen to me as I place my hope in you. Have pity on me, full of miseries and sins. You who will never cease to let the fountain of compassion flow, hail, O saving victim offered for me and for the whole human race on the wood of the cross. Hail, O noble and precious blood, flowing from the wounds of Jesus Christ, my crucified Lord, and washing away the sins of all the world. Remember, Lord, your creature whom you redeemed by your blood. I am repentant of my sins. I desire to put right what I have done. 
Take from me, therefore, most merciful Father, all my iniquities and sins, so that purified in mind and body I may worthily taste of the Holy of Holies, and grant that this sacred foretaste of your body and blood, which I, the unworthy, intended to receive, may be the remission of my sins, the perfect cleansing of my faults, the banishment of shameful thoughts, and the rebirth of right sentiments, and may it encourage a wholesome and effective performance of deeds pleasing to you and be a most firm defense of body and soul against the snares of my enemies. Amen. Priest of God, celebrate this Mass as though it were your first Mass, your last Mass, your only Mass. Procidamus in pace. In nomine Christi. Let us sing to the Lord, for he has gloriously triumphed. The Lord is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who in your providence raised up Pope St. Pius V in your church, that the faith might be safeguarded and more fitting worship be offered to you. Grant through his intercession that we may participate in your mysteries with lively faith and fruitful charity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, Get up and head south on the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, the desert route. So he got up and set out. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, that is the queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury, who had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit said to Philip, Go and join up with that chariot. Philip ran up and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and said, Do you understand what you are reading? He replied, How can I unless someone instructs me? So he invited Philip to get in and sit with him. This was the scripture passage he was reading. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation justice was denied him, who will tell of his posterity, for his life is taken from the earth. Then the eunuch said to Philip in reply, I beg you, about whom is the prophet saying this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture passage, he proclaimed Jesus to him. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there is water. What is to prevent my being baptized? Then he ordered the chariot to stop, and Philip and the eunuch both went down into the water, and he baptized him. When they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, but continued on his way rejoicing. 
Philip came to Azotus and went about proclaiming the good news to all the towns until he reached Caesarea. The Word of the Lord. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Bless our God, you peoples, loudly sound his praise. He has given life to our souls and has not let our feet slip. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Hear now, all you who fear God, while I declare what he has done for me. When I appealed to him in words, praise was on the tip of my tongue. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Blessed be God who refused me not, Blessed be God who refused me not my prayer or his kindness. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. I am the living bread that came down from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Alleluia, alleluia. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may worthy proclaim your holy gospel. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Be in my mind and on my lips and in my heart. Jesus said to the crowds, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. On this feast of St. Pius V, I want to say something about the sacraments. He was the Pope at the time of the... Uh, the Counter-Reformation of the middle of the 1500s, and he is credited that under his time as Pope, he was able to put forward, to promulgate uh, the Catechism, the Roman Catechism of the Council of Trent, uh, the typified edition of the Missal, which we call the Tridentine Missal, the, the Missal of the Council of Trent, also known as the Mass that we use in the extraordinary form now, and the Roman Breviary, uh, which was in use until the Second Vatican Council, which was uh, then reformed. Uh, so he's this magnificent uh, helper, and we see in the prayer that he was raised up, that the faith might be safeguarded, so we have the Catechism, and the entire proceedings of the council, and more fitting worship be offered to you through the breviary for the priests and religious, and through the uh, the missal, uh, more fitting worship be offered to you for 500 years. Uh, we could say 400 and some years uh, from that time all the way until the middle of the 1900s. This was this was the beautiful gift that he had left uh, to us, and it still exists, obviously. Um, 
but reformed with the Second Vatican Council. So he's a, he's a massive player, so we should speak of the sacraments uh, in his honor. And I want to say something as a, uh, as a fundamental distinction uh, in the way that we proclaim Jesus. Um, because there's a sort of typical dichotomy between um, the establishment, the established church, and sort of the, uh, the apostolic missionary feel. And these two sometimes get so separated, and I want to give some examples, but they ought not be. And within the church, the Catholic church, we ought to see both of these realities unified and pushed forward. Uh, so what do I mean? Um, in the first reading, we have Philip assisting this eunuch. This eunuch uh, clearly was in the temple, so there's something with Judaism going on here. He's reading from Isaiah, so there's something of Judaism going on here, but he's not from the area. So, uh, but anyway, he's, he's traveling. He has been worshiping, worshiping in, in Jerusalem. And he's reading from the prophet Isaiah, and uh, he's asking a question. And what does the Acts of the Apostles say here? It says that starting with this passage, Philip proclaimed Jesus to this eunuch. This is this apostolic preaching that has to be found within the church of God. Still, we have to be able to take whatever we have in front of us and to proclaim Jesus as if for the first time to the people that are in front of us. And you'd be like, well, everybody knows about Jesus in my life, so I don't need to do that. You still need to do it. You need to proclaim the freshness of the gospel, that Jesus is alive, that he is savior, that he is coming, that he has a dynamic uh, presence in the world. We have to proclaim him as if, it, as if it is fresh and new and wonderful to behold, because it is fresh and beautiful and wonderful to behold. All right, so we see churches that are basically only focused on that. Uh, and they're missing something. And I'm going to point that out. Um, but on the other hand, we, we also see churches that, are, that don't speak about that freshness of the life of Jesus Christ at all, almost. And all that they talk about is sort of the, the things that you should already take for granted and then go into other deep, deep waters, which are important. Like the fact that uh, St. Ambrose says that after the ascension of Christ, uh, he has passed into his mysteries. And so we come into the, into the newness, the freshness, and the dynamism of Jesus through the sacraments. And so the sacramental structure of the church, we need to understand that. So, for example, to know that, uh, that you come into the life of Christ through holy baptism and you're incorporated in and his divine life is now in you. And if you kick it out by sin, it can be restored through the sacrament of penance where we confess our sins and then you restore sanctifying grace. And then at the fullness of all of this and the culmination through the gift of the blessed sacrament when we receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, then the sanctifying grace is, is uh, grown within us. It develops, it, it increases within our soul. And we participate in, in the heavenly realities. All right. We also need to do that. But there are some places that only talk about that, uh, but not like with that same dynamism that I just did. They're just like, it is through the sacramental structures that you must come into contact with the living God. And it like loses all of its freshness when it's like only uh, educational, but not 
proclaiming Jesus. These things need to be held together, yes, in the preachers, but also in the believers who are preachers in their own right. So brothers and sisters, um, in this invitation today is to bring together the apostolic thrust with the, with the, with the fullness of doctrinal uh, understanding, but in a way that a person might be able to receive it. So we see this. Philip was able in this place to proclaim Jesus to this eunuch in such a dramatic fashion that Two things happened. One, the eunuch wanted Jesus. And secondly, he somehow knew that by getting Jesus, it meant I need to be baptized. Because he said, what's to stop me from being baptized? Well, what does that have to do? Clearly, it had something to do. So you see this doctrinal thrust that, that is through the sacramental structure. But you also see this fresh proclamation. <laughs> All right. I'm, gonna, I'm getting way too carried away because there's a whole lot more I want to say about this topic. Uh, but we have, to, we have to leave it there and continue with our Holy Mass. Uh, to hold together the freshness, the beauty, the life, the, the proclamation of Jesus as Lord. And that we come into contact with him through the sacramental structure. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. And we are able to receive of him, Jesus, by receiving his body and blood in Holy Communion. As we pray that we would be restored to that great gift, wherever we are, wherever we find ourselves. Let us not uh, forget that these two realities need to be held perfectly together in the Holy Spirit. Dear brothers and sisters, filled with paschal joy, let us pray more earnestly to God that he who graciously listened to the prayers and supplications of his beloved Son may now be pleased to look upon us in our lowliness. For the shepherds of our souls, that they may have the strength to govern wisely the flock entrusted to them by the Good Shepherd. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the whole world, that it may truly know the peace given by Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our brothers and sisters who suffer, in particular all those affected by the coronavirus pandemic, that their sorrow may be turned to gladness which no one can take from them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our own community, that it may bear witness with great confidence to the resurrection of Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. O God, who know that our life in this present age is subject to suffering and need, Hear the desires of those who cry to you and receive the prayers of those who believe in you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God for by the mystery of this water and wine. May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we accept it by you, Lord, may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at my hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is the sacrificial victim who dies no more, the lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope and David our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the smingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. May the receiving of the body and blood of Jesus Christ and bring me to judgment and condemnation. May your loving mercy be for me, protection of mind and body, and a healing remedy. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ give me safe for eternal life. Prayer of Spiritual Communion My Jesus, I believe that you are in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Christ died for all, that those who live may live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and is risen. Alleluia. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, great to celebrate Holy Mass with you. We can participate in a very active way, even if we cannot be present together. Uh, we long for the days where we will be restored. The show is going to be awesome today. Monsignor Shea is going to be here. My buddy, Father John's going to be here. Sister Miriam's going to be here. Ken Darnell's going to be here. We're going to pray the road. It's going to be a phenomenal rest of the show. So please stay with us at Real Presence Live. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with great programming. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.